0: Hello and welcome back to the TTP, tatani Talks Parsha, this year where we talk about the Parsha and the Yom Tov of the week with practical lessons to keep. Of course, we just finished Rosh Hashanah a few days ago. We're having Yom Kippur and the beginning of Sukkot in the time period that we're in and we hope... Everyone had a wonderful Rosh Hashanah, has and had a wonderful Yom Kippur, and will have a wonderful Sukkot, What's an interesting aspect, an element this time of the year, is the aspect of song. We talked about this in the TTOT as well, in the Tani Talks OT as well. When we think about different aspects to our life, how music can infuse our lives and infuse ourselves with meaning, infuse ourselves with our whole being to aspect and elevate our lives in many different ways. In fact, the parsha that we're looking at, right here in the time period of the year when we have Rosh Hashanah, Yom Kippur, and Sukkot, we're looking at Haazinu, and we know that Moshe is told to kissvulachem hazos in these parshiot. You're supposed to write down. This song. What song is it talking about? Hazino itself is a song. It's written in a very interesting poetic prose and it's written in the Torah in a very interesting way. Different columns, two columns, one on each side. It's an interesting way that it's the... Song of the history. It's the song of the Jewish people, past and present and future. And isn't it interesting that Hazinu comes out right in that time period, Rosh Hashanah, Kippur and Sukkot, when so much aspect, so many aspects of our tefillahs are infused with song. And if they're not, we should infuse them with song, which I think is a key way, an ideal way to elevate the tefillah, to elevate the prayer, to elevate our... Aspects of being involved in these types of tefillot. Because if you look at Yom Kippur, it is the longest davening of the entire year non-food related, because I do believe that Shmini At Simchas Torah, excuse me, is an even longer davening when you factor in Chas Torah, Chas and finishing the Torah, starting the Torah, you finish in how people break for a Kiddush and people have to get an Aliyah, and then there's regular Torah leaning, everyone has to get their Aliyah, there's a Haftorah, there's shachar there's Musaf, there's a lot of stuff going on in Simchas Torah, which might be even longer than Yom Kippur, because at least Yom Kippur, even though there's laying in Haftar, we have Shachars and Musa, but then we don't have Chas and Torah, Chas and Breishis. But non-food related, Yom Kippur by far wins as the longest tefillah. And it could feel long, especially if you come to the tefillah, especially if you come to it with a difficult aspect. You have a chazan. I myself hate chazanus. I love Balet tefillah, but I hate chazanus. And there's a big difference. Chazanus is someone who loves to really hear his own voice voice someone who is a cantor who stretches out every syllable every syllable of every word and it makes it arduous it makes it long and it makes it very very difficult to concentrate and to focus i don't like chazanis but i do like about to feel about to feel someone who has a beautiful voice a melody a melodious voice who has a lot of songs and a lot of a lot of able to daven in a nice way but doesn't need to go On every single word and every single syllable, I find that very, very difficult to listen to especially when it's not Yom Kippur, especially when it's on a regular Shabbos, or especially when it's on Yom Tov. We don't want the Tefillah to be 18 hours long. Save that for Yom Kippur, right? When we're in shul anyway, we're trying to be inspired anyway. So I myself like it to be where we have a good bat tefillah. On Rosh Hashanah, there are different options. I don't go for the chazan. I go for the regular bat tefillah. At the, at the Minion it was good. They had different filos and it was nice. And Yom Kippur itself, I have the privilege to z'chus, where I try to daven for shacharsim, sometimes for most, for mencha, excuse me. And I myself like to infuse it with songs and lots of shirim and i myself am not a chazan i call myself a bal tefila. i'm not a cantor i try to be a deval and i take a lot of the tunes i learned in yeshiva Rashi for my two years there and i try to infuse it into my davening where i put a lot of songs to try to uplift the davening to try to uplift with songs, the tevilot that we're involved in. And of course, on Yom Tov, if I have the privilege to daven also, especially one of the minyanim here in town, oftentimes I get to daven even if I bring my kids, which is a wonderful thing. A lot of times I will infuse some songs into the Tfilot. We will... Try to put songs into the field especially in kedusha. <sing> Different tunes like that will do, and and especially in elul time. Oftentimes I'll go. <sing> So songs like that we can use to elevate and to inspire and to uplift our Archphilos. And when you have a person, I myself might not be this person, but when you have a person that really can take the dialing and elevate it and infuse it with beautiful melodies and beautiful harmonies and beautiful singing, it's a real way to take that tefillah and to make it into a beautiful thing, especially on Yom Kippur, when it's such a long davening, especially Yom Tov, when we're in shul anyway, we could take those tefillah and uplift them. But then the other aspects of davening I try to go through at a quicker pace, when we're trying to say the words and, and do the words, but then when it's time to sing, we slow down. For the non-singing parts, I like to go fast. For the singing parts, I like to sing. And that's the idea here, I think, when we come to this Parsha. We think about Kisvu Lachem Azos. Hashem tells Moshe to write down the Torah in these last few Parshiot, the last days and last hours, the last day of his life, to write down this song, because the song of history is the song of the Torah, which is a song of life, and a song of our existence. When we can infuse song into our tef- uh, we can infuse song into our life and into our meaning and into our very existences. We can really make it a more functional existence. We can make it a more elevated existence. That's why it says, Look here, the heavens and the earth. We could look and see. We can be involved, and we could write down the shira, this this wonderful aspect of this song of this poem of life. Because even though life can be difficult, even though life can throw twists and turns from Hashem with nisyonos which should never know from such things, and with some difficult things that might seem like yisur and might seem like Tzoros, a lot of times Hashem is just having us perfect ourselves to perfect our life and try to come about it in a different way. So to infuse our lives with song, to make our lives full of song, is really a wonderful way to go about it a song here, a song there. That's why the three weeks and Svira for me is very difficult because we can't listen to regular music. We can't play regular music. I myself play guitar. Baruch Hashem, I've been playing guitar since 10 years old and... Last year got a different type of guitar, but when it comes to using the music, it can really infuse our bodies, infuse our meanings, infuse our souls with that spiritual yearning, with that spiritual uplifting ability to be involved in the song. And the song of life should be the song involved in your life. And if you have the ability, the talents to play something, whether guitar or piano or violin or drums or even the flute or the cello. Or even the harmonica, if there's anything you can play, you should do so and you should use it. Don't let the talent go to waste. Don't let the talent go to misuse and to be lost over the years. We want it to be that. It is with us and it is in our life and it infuses our life, infuses our days, infuses our tfilot with meaning, infuses our filos with song. As we come to the second to last parsha of the entire Torah, Moshe talking to the Jewish people, visiting and bidding farewell to his beloved people. In the last day of his life, he's singing to them these sukkan that bear witness to the past, history of the Jewish people bearing witness to the present Unfolding of the events of the Jewish people and God willing the future unfolding events of the Jewish people isn't it interesting that it comes in a poem isn't it interesting that it comes in a song form because song music is such a place in our lives such a place in our souls in our Neshamot and in our meaning and in our days it has to be taken to elevate what we can around it so we can take the music take the poetry take the song and elevate our lives, elevate everything around us. So if you're privileged to be part of a minion where the high holidays were, the yam, Im, noram, were actually infused with beauty and infused with song, infused with music, how wonderful to elevate that feeling if you have the ability to infuse and elevate those around you especially from your own town to sing and to be involved with and to uplift the community how wonderful could that be how wonderful would that be to elevate those around us we have to take the song Hazinu adabero imrefi when we open our mouths to song when we open our souls we open our being to songs And we're able to sing to Hashem. We're supposed to sing and we're supposed to be happy even when we stumble and fall throughout the year. Shev'er Yipot Tzadik Vakam is a famous pasuk that comes to mind often for me from Shlomo HaMelech. When we think about How we go about our days, we're supposed to infuse it with meaning, we're supposed to infuse it with music, we're supposed to infuse it with song. Music is the universal language, can be played anywhere in the world. The G note is the same G note on every guitar throughout the entire world, the E. The E chord is the same E chord throughout the entire world, everywhere you go. The G, the C, the D, and all of those six strings are all the same wherever you go. Isn't it amazing, the universal language of music, that it is universal everywhere you go? Wouldn't it be wonderful if there was other universal languages throughout the whole world? There used to be one language until the people tried messing with Hashem, and Hashem had to to confuse and mix up all the people and separate them into different languages. In the Tower of Babel episode... That we'll read in just a little while, that Hashem had to take them from Babel and Mibbleball them and mix them up and throw them out all over the world. But music is that universal language. Music is that ability when you could sing a beautiful song. There's often times where I'm in Shul and I hear a song and it just touches my, Nishama touches my soul in a way that that's exactly the song I need to hear at that exact moment, at that exact point in my life, in my days. And hopefully we can have it that over the Yom Nom and Raman, over the sukot it's supposed to be Chagasim Chateinu. This is the time of the Ketzir, you know, gathering in and planting and being involved in the harvest. And it's the time when we go out to the Sukkot, we go outside and we welcome Hashem as our protection. The high holidays are over and the, and the, the holiday comes. We're supposed to feel extra happy that we made it through those difficult days, those, tremulous days when we when we are judged by Hashem and hopefully written and inscribed and sealed for a year of parnassa and peace and prosperity and, and shalom and bias and only good things and happiness and health and wealth for us and our kids where everyone knows from only good things we want it to be that we can infuse the song, infuse our lives, infuse our days, and infuse our tefilos with different songs. Why do you think it is that from a young age, from an early age, the first thing we we teach to kids are different aspects of davening with a song, with a melody. <laughs> We teach them that song, and then we go Torah, t- Rosh Hashem, Torah, Torah, Torah. To- and then we go to Mato to- Adon Olam, Yigdala, Lokim Chai. We have all of these songs right away. Baruch Hashem, Baruch Ata Hashem, All of these things, when we're teaching kids brachos, we're teaching kids svelos. It's no accident. It's not by coincidence that we teach kids through song. And we do tefillah through song, but somehow along the way, we lose that aspect, the playful aspect to connect us to Hashem through song, through music, and through melodious harmonies have it a beautiful beautiful connection there was one time where i was once at a bar mitzvah by accident on shabbos at a shul and lo and behold there was a group of acapella and they took a regular Kabbalah shabbos and they elevated it so much that it was such a beautiful davening such a beautiful tefillah i didn't even want it to end and it was a complete accident that i showed up to that shul at that minute not even knowing there would be such a harmonious affair such a harmonious situation that's why all of these bands the jewish band 613 and the Y studs and the Maccabees and many others—they take these beautiful melodies and they set it to, to Jewish themes, to, to often to Jewish topics and to Jewish words. And they could take different aspects of davening and they can make it into a beautiful thing as well. Rebo is able to do that. Many other Jewish artists, musicians are able to do that. Morachas Shapiro, even Nisan Black, the the amazing Jewish rapper, is able to take. Aspects and infuse amazing raps and amusing rhymes and amazing music into the different filos and into different things that we see throughout our days. It's a it's a beautiful thing to be able to take music and infuse our lives, infuse our tefillahs with that. So if you're able to be Zoha, to be a part of a davening, a part of a tefillah, where there was music and there was harmony and you felt yourself elevated, you should hold on to that inspiration and bring it with you every day. Even if you're davening by yourself or even if you're davening for a regular minion on a regular day, you could always sing into your tefillah. You could always infuse music into your tefillah. And if you have the ability to play an instrument, you should use that instrument to think of songs, to think of melodies, to bring Hashem into music, into your instrument, into to your life, into your neshama, into your days and into your ways. And as we come about these days, we could think about how to bring the music in, to how to bring the song in. And to uplift our tefillos, uplift our prayers to connect to Hashem in a grand and melodious way. You know, the David HaMelech was looked at as the sweet singer of Israel with the harp playing either above his bed or with his bed, either at Tikken Chatzos or not. But David was the sweet composer of Israel, composing those beautiful tehillim and bringing in the other tehillim throughout the ages into a one composite book of a 150 beautiful psalms, beautiful kapitelach of tehillim. David recognized back in the day and throughout the years, we recognized the beautiful aspect of music, the beautiful nature of music, and if we can infuse our tevilos and use our songs. And it views our days with music in many different ways. It can really uplift all of our days throughout many different ways. And as we think about the different aspects of life, take your music with you. I often put my music on in the car. It connects to my iPhone with Bluetooth. And then when I'm washing dishes or cooking for Shabbos, I often connect it to my Bluetooth speaker. Oftentimes outside, like building the sucker or whatnot, oftentimes I'll put on music and connect it to an outdoor speaker that we have. And I also have the... Naki Radio that we got, the home that connects to different channels including the Sheer Enjoyment Radio channel that we have and the Tani Talks Podcast channel and often other channels including Acham Siegel and the Jewish radio channels like the electric music I love to play and put on the radio to have music is a part of my life very much so and of course I play guitar now for many years when I can and I can break it out I try to play whenever I can much more difficult with a baby and little kids in the house but here and there we try to break it out and on, on, on the whole Holy days of Yom Tov and Shabbos and the Chagim and the Yomim If we can infuse song, infuse music into our tefillos, it can make all the difference. It can elevate all those tefillos. It can elevate all of those aspects to our davening. We could come together harmoniously to make a beautiful tefillah. How awesome would that be in all aspects of the Jewish life throughout the world? every single day in many, many different ways. This has been the TTP talking about the Parsha of the Week, talking about Yom Tov and Yom Kippur and Sukkot joining us together, thinking about harmonious melodies here on the TTP, and I'm your host, Tani.